In the criminal justice system, the people are represented by two separate yet equally important groups, the police who investigate crime and the district attorneys who prosecute the offenders. These are their stories. Welcome to the Friendly Fire Podcast number 17. We have a guest today, we should introduce him first. Actually, he should introduce himself first. Nice and loud. Uh, my name's Luke, and um, I'm a student at Adelaide. And yeah, I have very little to contribute to this um, podcast. Maybe we should so, play more games. But so well, maybe he's, so, so, like so I'm the PlayStation, and he's the Xbox, and you can be the PS3, no, PS, PC, and he can be the Wii U. Well, I very little to contribute. My PC even works. You yeah, I should be PC. You can be our moral conscience. No, but yeah. Wii U has very little to contribute. He has very little... I'm making a parallel. Just say your name's Gaetano and people won't even notice. No. Just chime in with something ridiculous about Drawn to Life now and then. <laughs> Call of Duty every now and every few minutes. <laughs> Who else do we have? Me. Yeah. And? And you. And this guy. <laughs> ben. <laughs> We, we didn't get approved for a pack saws panel, so now we just don't care anymore. It's like, yeah, who's here? Uh, me. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Me, I'm Leo from Survivor.com. I'm Steve from also Survivor.com. I think I've been introduced four times at least. Yeah. And we're also joined by Maroon 5. Yes, because we're recording from the lovely Queen Victoria Hotel in Melbourne. I don't know if I would say that. For Lekkers, we had a complaint about our echoing last week. This week, we're in a bar with an <laughs> iPhone and not a proper microphone, so it's much worse. And the so, footy in the background. Yeah, I hope you like the sounds of glasses on tables and AFL sirens and awful pop music. Hey, this is One Direction. Yeah, awful. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Damn you. Um, Secret Sound. What are we talking about? Secret Sound. Secret Sound? Here it was from last year. Month. Last <laughs> <laughs> Week. Week. Last time. Well, last time. Last time. Previously. The Secret Sound is not One Direction. I don't think. No. It might be. It's not. If you don't edit it in, it will be. Yeah, no, it's not. No, I already edited it in. Oh, oh yeah. Wait. We just heard it. Did live. you? Wow. No. That's pretty good. I'm editing this as we're doing it. <laughs> I know what it was, so I'm, I'm going to guess last. Unless you Did you know. listen? I uh, know you told me what it was, though, and I've forgotten. <laughs> Look, okay, I, I guessed it was Batman from Injustice because I thought we were being topical and keeping it to games we'd actually discussed. But apparently, it was Batman from Arkham... Asylum or City? City. And his grappling. The, the grappling hook was the telltale. <laughs> noise. And it was when he punched out a goon. That so we've gone from a related game to a kind of related game. Yeah, it's good enough. Yeah. Alright. It's pretty It's pretty uh, long-drawn bow. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. That was we the We once again had no guesses. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we shouldn't have had a panel. Maybe we should actually send out our prizes. True. Maybe. To encourage people. I'll do that tomorrow. Nope, Monday. Well, no, I don't even Stick around to see if we do another secret sound <laughs> this episode. It'll be One Direction. Oh, no? Or something good. Alright. That was that was our first segment that we do. Our second segment is what have you been playing? I'll I thought go. we didn't have segments. I thought we were just a No, you said we had segments. You okay. said segments last week, and he said, no, it's just like a conglomeration of talking. And then you said, no, but we do this and this. And he went, oh, yeah, we do do okay, that. Yeah, we do have segments. Yeah. Anyway, so who's, who's been, I'm going last because I've played the worst game out of, out of a lot of us this week. What have you been playing, Mr. Ben? Rayman Challenge App Legends, whatever. The free download on Wii U because we can't buy the real game. Oh, and did you see that it got moved up by one day or something? 
No, I did not say that because that is irrelevant. It was You're delayed by seven months. Fans. Well, it went. It was supposed to come out in September, and now it's coming out in August. But I think it was supposed to come out in like the first week of September, and it's coming out on the last day of August. So it's now, now being delayed by six months and three weeks. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> well, I've also played that challenge app. What do you think? Um, after playing the iPhone game, the Jungle Run. Yeah. Um, it's too many, far too many buttons. Jungle Run's one button. Jungle yeah, Run is fun. fun. It is fun. I like I like that Rayman Origins Legends type of game. It's good, but I would have liked the actual game and not four levels. Well, it's also kind of really weird. Like, did you play the um the levels in it are the same as the demo? Yeah, but in this Isn't one it a demo, it's pretty much a demo. Well, it was in this one you get that challenge mode as well. But in this, like, I thought it was an apology. On the first level, yes, you can't find everything unless you play two players or like control the gamepad with one hand and the character with oh, another. Oh, that's... I don't like this gamepad twisting. Yeah. Constantly, it's like, rotate the gamepad to turn but, a lever or whatever. Like, the second level, yeah. you can play totally as Rayman and you don't have to have the gamepad. But the first one, you have to, like... If you play solo, you have to switch to gamepad only and the character just does the level and you do the stuff you need to do. Yeah, that's very fun. annoying. That's very annoying. But the challenges are fun. Three. Maybe turn on my Wii U. So, uh, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> well, the challenges are pretty fun. Like, they have a daily and a weekly, and then they have... Well, you have, a, you have a blank circle in the beginning, and that's your rank. You've got zero level of awesomeness, and you can get up to four levels of awesomeness by winning trophies in the challenges. And then you unlock extreme weekly and extreme daily challenges to help you level up quicker. Ah, so like that sounds first, extreme. The first two they had was like, um, one, you had to control... You, both the first ones were gamepad, and you like have to control the level to make the guy go as far as he can in one of them. And the other one, you had to make him collect 150 of those lums as quickly as possible. Mm. They're kind of fun, challenging stuff. It's definitely not worth it being delayed for so long. It's not seven months delay. It's free, currently... And you have to buy it again in six months for 80 bucks. Well, you won't be able to buy it, obviously. You have to uh, download it. I, yeah. Anyway, what else have you been playing? That's a good question. Good question, Leo. <laughs> good style. Good style, I, man. Um, I played some more Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon, which I keep calling Blood Money. Is that uh, out? Or you no, spend... but I acquired Charmed my way into a code pre-release. Uh, perhaps you should do the same because it's on PSN, which confused me. <gasps> How do I even redeem a code on PSN? I'm gonna email someone right now. I found it. Pardon me. And get me a PSN code. <clears throat> no, I'm not gonna do it. I'll do it. Yeah, that's what. Continue. PSN. Sorry. Here, yes. PSN. Why? I'm already playing more than I played last time, so my thoughts are the same. It's crazy. Eighties. Uh, I don't know if it's gonna last for the whole game. <laughs> I get bored. Probably. Lots of games. It's really like good. eighteen bucks or something. Twenty bucks. Really. Yeah. Journey's think. twenty bucks. Yeah, which I've not played, but I did buy. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Supporting the indie I developer. Yeah. Oh, with this PlayStation Plus ordeal, I mean, not ordeal, trying to find space for my PS Plus games has become a problem. Yes. I found the thing, I've never really deleted stuff off my PlayStation Radius because I didn't really use it prior to the PS Plus being a thing. Uh-huh. And I was like, I had five games on there, it's like, oh, you can't download any more games, full. And that didn't seem right. So I found like the data cache area where every game stalls a bit of itself. Uh-huh. That was like 50 gig in there. Yeah. I didn't know about this. 
Yeah. Late, this, all these games are not going to play again. 50k. Yeah, they install space. themselves and then they just sit there forever. Yeah. Well, oh. I to solve that problem, I bought myself a one terabyte, um, 3.5 inch hard drive, and now I can have everything. I have I have downloaded everything that's ever been on PlayStation Plus, and I still have like 600 gig. I think I've never played a PlayStation Plus game. I download it. I'm like, yes, I want to play that, but I don't play. So my PlayStation 3 has like 20 copies of Resident Evil 2 on it in its cache. Because I kept trying to install it on my Vita, no, and it, it doesn't, doesn't work. work. No, because I have like 10 little bubbles of Resident Evil 2 that I have to like click on and install. Oh no, they're just the download. So have I down- do I have 10 different copies of it? Ten, yeah. yeah. Well, that's not really... That's dumb of me. That is dumb of you. That's <laughs> not the PlayStation's fault. Don't blame the machine. No, I'm going to do that. Sorry. Anyway... Sure. Yeah. Blood Dragon. I've been playing. Blood Dragon. Dragon. Yeah. Cool. I think you can read about it from whenever the embargo lifts. Cool. I think it's May something. Mm-hmm. It comes out on the... F- no, it doesn't come out on the first. It comes out on the f- Speaking of embargo till May, yes. remember me? <coughs> I yeah, I should probably write that. I've not right to Before I don't remember it. I don't remember it. So, um, I wrote extensive notes. Look forward to reading about all about that. I, that game actually popped into my head the other day because I was on a website and I had to put my password in and there was a little checkbox saying remember me and it made me think of that game. I wouldn't play it all. I played about half of it. So I played a chunk of it. I think you played more than I did. Yeah. It's good. I liked it. We can't talk about it though. I have no I have <laughs> no thoughts or opinions Tell about that Tell my wife I said. Hello. I acknowledge that it is a game. Yes, I do recall that it that does is exist. A game. It has a controller use. It has a controller <laughs> And no more comment. I don't comment on rumor or speculation prior to embargoes lifting. Exactly. Radio. Have you played anything in uh, the last ever? <laughs> you don't have a window. Well, but I just started playing uh, Fire Emblem this morning. Nice. Awakening. What okay. did you think of it? Because um, we have another Fire Emblem player in the room as well. You can bounce ideas off of one another. Well, um, I've, I played most of the strategy game. That's the only genre I actually play. Um, have you played Joan of Arc? Nope. Okay, Joan of Arc actually has a very similar style of artwork plus um, game style. The strategy has been um, put in where you have like teamwork. Yep. You know how you used to have support in thing. Now you actually it does um, actually matter where you stand next to your yeah, yeah. teamwork and things points like that, which didn't ever used to exist. But I mean, it's not a bad element. Um, it does seem to be a lot easier than previous. Well, I haven't really, to be honest, I've never really played any Fire Emblems before this one. But yeah. They were kind of hard to get your hands on. Oh, I've had to import lots of them. Man. Because they're just, like, rare and they don't come out in Australia. Like, I mean, most stuff doesn't come out in Australia. <laughs> I can see Ben, like, twitching because he wants to talk about what he wants to talk about now, but later. Keep we'll it, get there. Keep that deep inside. There's <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's a vein popping out on the side of Ben's head and his eyes, like, pulsating. <laughs> So it's easier. I would say it's easier. Well, so I think it's easier because you can choose like normal or lunatic mode or easy, and then you can also choose classic or casual. So in casual, if your units die, then they then they're back after the battle. But if yeah. you choose classic, once they die, they're dead. And I chose classic. So whenever anyone in my team dies, I just go to the home menu of the 3DS and load up my save that was at the start of that battle and start again. Yeah, that's what I did, which can be annoying depending on how hard the game is. And how long that battle has gone for. Like, you make one move, like, 45 minutes into a battle and you lose one of your best guys, and you're like, well, better do that again after I've re-glued my 3DS back together. 
I must agree with that. But have you seen? Obviously, it's the first one you've played. Because mm-hmm. I played Path of Radiance on hard because I played most of the GameCube um, game ones on normal and I found it too easy. Yeah. Then there was just, that was ridiculously hard and at least this time it's three settings instead of two. Yeah. And it's also casual. So, you don't, or you're not playing Fire Emblem on hard, on the hardest level. No. Well, that goes against your Leonis of, no, of gaming. Like, all right. As you recall, Ben, last week, Ben plays, every, not Ben, Leo plays every game on the hardest difficulty with one hand tied behind his back. That's right. right but in the dark. Not... There are exceptions because I'm reviewing this game, <laughs> and if I played this game, the first final I've ever played on the hardest difficulty, and like, you know, and I know what kind of game it is, I would never get far enough through it to do a proper review that is informed and you know, covers it properly. It would be like I played one battle, and this is a pretty fun thing. Whilst I appreciate that, I'm still going to give you a hard time. I know. All right. I mean, when you play lunatic mode, it's ridiculous because sometimes you, the enemy go crit and you think you die and you have to restart over because your character's dead. And you think, oh, okay. Oh. But it is a really fun game. Like, the story... I, I was actually surprised with the dialogue and the story and the way the characters act. Like, it's very non-Nintendo. Like, they say ass, and I think I may have even seen a shit in there. And they're like... It's kind of like a little bit um, rude and a little bit crude and fun and like the characters are really likeable so the story's I don't know the story's really great and then the cutscenes are like CG anime that looks good and for once it's a game that I mostly play in 3D because the 3D actually makes it better hmm. really 3D good it's good let's <laughs> <laughs> in the back of the box 3D good <laughs> but yeah it's hard and it's long like I've played I think 12 hours of it and I still haven't like married anyone or yeah. done a lot of the stuff that you can do Ooh, 12 hours and not even married yet anyway it's yeah. a really it's huge it's a huge saga compared to all the other Fire Emblems which you finish and then it's just like please stay Fire Emblem done well my problem was I was tr- I tried to go back and like start leveling up weak characters and I realised there's no point because you don't need to until later, like I'm like I'm, I've got people on like level 15, 16, and then people on level one. And I try and take them into battles to level them up, and they get killed instantly. I'm like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, the thing is, you have to do that. Like, pick your team out pretty mm-hmm. much as it's going, and you you know how you constantly get new units, and yeah. just as strong as the ones you have. If you pick them, they're really stronger, and like they're really higher classes, yeah. so you can't do certain things it's limited you just so get attached to your characters though yeah. yeah how big is your team three it just depends like how many people can you take in a battle that's a better question but uh, I think it, it goes from between 10 and 15 like, so if you have so many people at level 15 and the rest at level 1 and someone dies you really can't just continue because well you can well you can but then you'll have to bring on your level no, 1 well, people and they just die like, like when, when I start a battle if it's 10 if you take 10 units in I've got like 10 more in reserve oh okay and, and they're like you know, but they start when they first join your team. They're around the level that you're at. So if you start using them and replace one of your other people with them, they're going to keep up. And then the next time you get new people, they're kind of around the level that you're at. Yeah. So it's never disadvantaging you by taking a new character. It's just whether or not you want to replace your vain axe guy with the farmer kid. That, you know. And they all have like a unique story that unfolds for them as you go through and. It sounds complex. It's very fun, and it's like probably one of the best Nintendo. Actually, it's probably the best Nintendo game that's come out this year. Nice. Big call. There have been like two Nintendo games released this year. <laughs> it's 
It's one of the Nintendo games that's been released this year. <laughs> Release is a pretty big word. It's more made available somewhere. <laughs> um, back, back in your box until the end. Yeah, well, I've actually just, just started playing, and I've actually played all the previous Fire Emblems from mm. one straight through. Yeah. And the character Mark is a notable character in previous series. Yeah, I know, uh, yeah, I know, and in Smash, Smash Brothers. Brothers. Yes, in Smash Brothers as well. And he comes through, like, I've only mean, done the first few levels, and he comes from a different dimension. So it's sort of like, I, don't, I can't remember if it's actually the same world, but if that's the case. I'm getting the vibe that Chrome is like Mark's dad or something. Because they have the same sword. So it doesn't it doesn't have a continued story, really, though. Like, do, are you getting anything well, no, out of I playing think This all is of them? a bit spoilery, but Marth, like, in a few levels on, says that he can tell the future and, like, tells them and stuff to save the, the mm. queen and stuff. So he knows what's going to happen. So I'm kind of getting the vibe that he's either from the future and he's, like, the son of Krom or related to him somehow or something. It should be a big saga. It's. And, the very first scene of the thing, you don't know if your main character is evil or good. Huh. All these words mean nothing to either of you, do I, It's going over my head a little bit. Crom yeah. is a word I heard. Um, it's a name. It's a name of a guy, and every time I hear it in the game, I think that it's a perfectly cromulent word. I'm thinking of cron jobs because I've been in the back end of the site too much lately. Cool. No, I don't know cool. what a cron job is. It's like a, a schedule. It's, it's a scheduling it's, thing. Yeah. Anyway, don't worry about it. <laughs> Yeah, kind of like the graphic map um, artwork. Like, you know, your it's very sprite-y. It's like yeah, it's sprite-based. Yeah, it's quite old-fashioned. It's fun. Anyway. So good. Yeah. It, the, these sound like positive things. I like it. Yeah. I'll review it. Anything else? Soon. Well, oh yeah. Play anything else? <laughs> League of Legends. No. I've been playing NBA 2K13, which is fun. On his broken Wii U. When they turn up to him here, he's addicted to that game. It's good. It's, it's good fun. It's a good game. Weird. It's hard. It's really punishing. Like, the first season when you play My Career, you're the worst character ever. You're the worst basketballer ever. And it just feels like the game hates you, and you can never do anything good. And, like, all the games you lose, and you never score points, but, like, you gradually get experience so you can level your guy up and make it good. But this game came out, this game came out months ago, so we don't need to talk about it. But I have been playing that. And I've been playing Injustice... And I've been playing, of all things, Duke Nukem Forever because it was $9 at JB and I decided that was an appropriate price. Have you ever played it? Yeah. It's not too bad. I it's not too bad, but I think $9 is, is the right price point for it. Yeah. I've rented it. I rented and it too, the first that time. Was, yeah, that was probably like $7. Yeah. At the time, I felt pretty ripped off. But I was like, yes, I played Duke Nukem. And that's about it. Fire Emblem mainly, which would be just... Oh, and I did. I told you about this last night. I started playing this iOS game called The Nightjar. And yeah. it, I'm going to download it right now because I keep forgetting. It is narrated by Benedict Cumberpatch. Of course. And there's no controls other than, like, you have a radial dial on the iPhone screen and two little foot prints for your left and right feet. And the game is supposed to be you're on a spaceship that's entirely pitch black and it's overrun with monsters and aliens and you have to listen through the headphones to find the direction of the doors you need to go through and avoid monsters, and you sort of turn and walk, and Benedict Cumberpatch tells you where to go. And it's kind of a really cool experience where you have to just look with your ears is what the game tells you to do. Cool. Fun. It sounds scary. It's interesting. It sounds scary. I don't want to play it, but I do. It does sound scary. Anyway, that's all. What about you, Steve? I What's the awful thing that you were playing with me last night? 
Star Trek. I want Star Trek to what be good. What was that? Star yeah. Trek. <laughs> Star Trek. I want Star Trek to be good, Star and Trek it's good. The video game. It's the video game. It's good in bits, and when you're starting to like it, and you've forgiven things that have happened in the past, it like hits you with something new and altogether stupid. It's absolutely dumb. Before like, you bash it too much, <gasps> win yourself a copy of Star Trek and an Xbox on MMGN next week. And stop listening if you want to win. And an Xbox. <laughs> and an Xbox and the Star Trek branded gaming chair. I saw I'm going to enter this. Yes, I accidentally posted it and made it live when I shouldn't have. But it will begin next week. <laughs> I think we have copies to give away too. I don't know if anybody's going to win them. Because no still one, wants no free games. It's and we still have to be honest. <laughs> if you like Star Trek and you like the idea of a Star Trek story, then you will like this game if you put it on easy and have patience and mm. just have to play through the game bits to get to the next bit of story. I wish it was better. The voice acting's cool because all the characters are there, except Zoe Zaldana is like the worst voice actress I've ever heard in my life. I think I could have been Uhura and I would have done better than she did, even though she is technically Audition Uhura. Audition right now. Oh man, I, Captain, there's a distress call coming. Done. Better than Zoe Saldana. Maybe she instantly. just didn't care. She's like a robot. Like, Captain, she's just super monotone. Everybody else has like inflections and they're like passionate and she's just like... Blah, 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 Even Spock? Blah, blah, blah. Even Spock, but like... No, because he's half human. He's, like, he's got that little bitchy Spockness to him. <laughs> The, the writing's really good. The story's really good. Like, it's just... Digital what Extreme's doing? had three years to make a game, and I don't know how, what they've done. What were they doing for three years? Writing it, I guess, and forgetting that they had to actually make the game mechanics at some point. Star Trek's based on a very series that has a really a good storyline, so really they haven't had to work on that. It's just the game no, mechanics. They've, they've captured the characters really well, exactly, and, and they've, they've built... A, like, the shooting bit... And the cover bit and the stuff of the game, once you get used to the controls, is actually quite good. And then you get to this section where you're supposed to work as a team, and they don't really give you any idea of what you're supposed to do, and it's confusing, the one and then I you go out in space and shoot random stuff, and it's awful. The one part I played with you, while not entirely awful, was just like a recycled room plus corridor for like half an hour, and then an yeah. open area, and then... Some awful bit where we were the Enterprise. And there's commendations and stuff, so if you want, you can just take out your phaser and kill everything. Or, you can do it like the Starfleet way, so you go and, like, stun someone, and then Spock nerve pinches him, and you, like, you, you know, you turn off... What am I trying to say? You repel all, you know, you, the people that are hostile towards you, you stop, but you don't kill. You just, you know... Kind of passive. Except they're gone because you just have to s- destroy them. No, no, you can you can stun and and nerf pinch those guys too. Really? So like you can actually it's it's very Star Trekky and you have a tricorder at all times and you can go and scan plants and animals and birds and consoles and like that kind of exploration stuff is really cool. Like it feels very Star Trek and then like this some stupid mechanic gets introduced or some weird objective gets thrown at you and you have no idea what you're supposed to do because the game doesn't help. Like, it looks like a game that started being made three years ago. So basically it's a good story that, as a game or... Yeah. The the space battle bit where you get to be the Enterprise, for one, it's, it's split screen as hell. and it's a, it's a weird camera angle so you can't really see what you're doing. You, you, you can either turn on your shields or shoot. 
Which, you can't if, shoot you, if, you if you watch it. Star Trek, you know that you can do both, so but it's dumb. And you gotta, like, they made it two years ago for the last movie. You sure? didn't release it I think now. in Star Trek, when they have their shields up, they can't fire. Are you asking me a real question about Star Trek? Are you <laughs> serious? You can shoot and have shields up, I promise you. You can't beam with shields yeah, on. Yeah, right, okay. You no, can shoot and have shields, I promise you. Um, and it's like, you don't understand what's going on, and there's, like, bad guys, and there's things that you can't shoot because they won't die, and then there's things that you can shoot, and then there's debris that looks like the things that you're supposed to shoot, and... We went from like 100% health to 22% health in like five seconds and had no idea what happened and it's just... And, guess this, awful. while you're playing split screen, when a cutscene happens, it plays in the split screen. <laughs> it doesn't make it full screen <laughs> from, from a slightly it different plays perspective twice. of both people. And when you're playing, um, I was playing single player, it still does the split screen. Of the cuts? What? Are they of not everything. very different? <laughs> That's really Is it not bad. like 24 star where it's like someone and then someone else? And how they mesh together. No. Or is it the same image? It's pretty much it's, the same. It's a lot of the time it's exactly the same. It's sometimes it's like behind Spock and your some character object. and sometimes it's a little bit different. But, but not they're really. standing next to each other, it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Or like from a slightly different angle. But like you know you're not getting war does you're not it getting it any benefit. It turns the screen from. into one screen. Yeah. <laughs> when it has a cutscene, it doesn't do that. It does every that in single some game bits. ever did that. It does that in some bits, like if you go into a turbo lift. But otherwise no. It's it's not very good. There's if not you're much a fan, game to it either. If you're a fan and you want... There is you, there is now. Like I, I played more this morning. It's If you're a fan, it's worth playing. It's worth the frustration. But probably not for 80 bucks. So give it a bit of time. Oh, we don't need it. You don't need it. You don't need it before Into Darkness. So if you just want to play it eventually, just let it jump down a bit. It'll come on PlayStation pretty quick. Yeah. Um, and yeah, win the copies. And you'll be doing yourself a favor. No. What else have you been playing? I think that's it. Injustice. Injustice Mobile app. Injustice Mobile, which got updated and it actually is really, really awesome now. All the kinks and problems look like they're gone. I think that's it. That's it. No Lego Batman on iOS, which New came with uh, 300 email addresses. Yeah. No. When it was released on I iOS played the, I played the read all the email addresses. <laughs> Lego game Batman and on iOS. That's Lego Superheroes. Uh, Lego, Lego DC two? Superheroes. The second one. No, I think it's a different Lego one. Lego is something... They're just calling it Lego that DC sounds Superheroes. awful. I don't like normal <laughs> games on iPhone. It doesn't work. No. Yeah. Thanks for going to the news then. Well, shall we? You may jump out of the box, I guess. No, no, no. The, what, what are you talking about first? Clearly we have one thing that we have to talk about first. Do we? Oh, yeah, we do, we do. And I think we're thinking the same thing now. Is it a Is May it event? Three o'clock in the morning on the 22nd of May... In Australia. I'll, well, I'll be in America. So on the 21st at whatever time it is for you. Yeah, but for Australians, 3 a.m., 22nd of May, we're getting to what, Ben? Pizza Hut presents Xbox. Is <laughs> <laughs> what's going to happen on May 22 at 3 a.m. Uh, that'll be the name. Yeah. Put it down. We'll have, well, <laughs> what, the Xbox Hut? That's the new, yeah, that's the new console There's some yeah. conspiracy theories that Daft Punk would be there because their album drops on the same day. No, no, Daft sorry, Punk's that everywhere. The, that's that was the only thing I'm getting confused. Conspiracy, conspiracy series? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm the only one not drinking right now. Conspiracy series. Yes. But that's all we know. What? And the next and the next generation of Xbox revealed. That's all we know, basically. Fantastic. It's always online and doesn't play used games. Possibly. And that's possibly. Microsoft does not comment on rumors or speculation. It's going to have a slightly smaller controller, apparently, but the same design. Good. Make it as small as a PlayStation controller. No, it's too small. No, I like my it's controller. perfectly good. Don't touch the controller. Leave it exactly as it is. Well, that's Best really controller nice. ever. 
That's yeah, it. That's, that's all. It. So it's not really big news. Well, it is big, but there's not it's much to it. It will be big news in about a month time. Yeah. It's nothing so, at 3 a.m. I'm so excited to not have to do rumors soon. Yes. Much longer. I should say much longer. I was going to say it all. our Facebook audience, the complaints on there were, don't do it at 3 a.m., make it at a normal time. I didn't respond to it. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll go tell Ray, Microsoft, you know guys. I'll tell like, Microsoft. Don't worry about it. Well, I guess Sony did theirs at Australia normal time. So, well, they did like it. Or they did it in the morning or something. So it was our afternoon. But they did it in England. Did they? Yeah, that was in the UK. It was in Hammersmith. Oh yeah. And Microsoft will obviously do theirs in the oh. US, which is harder to time at night. Surely, yeah. surely they could have picked a slightly better time for Australia. Yeah. Well, I don't think they care at all. No, they don't. Anyway, I will be in America, so we can look forward to me being so away. the party. Just like sneaking. Yeah, it's going to Redmond. Where are they doing it? Redmond. At Microsoft's headquarters in Redmond, WA. WA? Yeah. I'm not going to Washington. Not Perth. Wrong WA. I'm not going to Washington. Yeah. That's the Seattle, Washington, right? Yeah. You know, I'm not even going anywhere near there. I'll be in Miami. Well, then don't Not crash. even for Xbox? No. <laughs> you know what I think of Xbox. It gets turned on about as much as my Wii U. <laughs> Are you going to stay up, Ben? Yes. I am too, I think. I will already... Hopefully it's not two hours of, here's an old man. <laughs> that, was the worst part about, that was the worst part about the Sony presentation, like, for the next few hours. I'm like, oh, God, really? Just, yeah. no. Just be like, hey, we have a new Xbox. This should take you 20 minutes. This is what yeah. it's like. This is what games are coming out sometime. Yeah. And this is the things that are and aren't true about it. Bye. Yeah, yeah that'll, that'll be like an hour at least. Yeah, so, so what are they going to do at their E3 press conference? Show everything about it. So show cool. they'll do it exactly what Sony did. They'll show the games and the console, and then at E3 they'll show how much more the console can be, and here's all the entertainment options it can tie into, and blah 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 blah. Yeah. But, uh, yep. Next, news. and I still maintain it's called the Xbox. Yes. Well, Pizza Hut presents Xbox. Yeah, Pizza Hut, yeah. cool, obviously. And you have to say it like that every time. Pizza Hut presents the Xbox. <laughs> Fair enough. I like that. The next big news we've made ourselves <laughs> through hatred. <laughs> Nintendo's tidal wave of disappointment, which is raining down upon me constantly. <laughs> well, first up, no E3 conference. No E3 conference from Nintendo. Why, why would you want a press conference when you could have a million little crappy Nintendo directs? Well, that's that's what I thought they were doing, but then uh, then Vulk told me I was wrong because I vented on Twitter. No, but they've come back out and said that's exactly what's going to happen. Not for the people at E3. They're doing a separate briefing depending on who you are. Oh, that's true. So there will so be if you're like media. A, there's a media one, and if you're but the thing is, the old ones are called media briefing. So how's it going to be different to that? Yeah, who knows? Instead so, of so having one, they're just going to have to do a whole bunch of little. So it's just ones. not going to be live streamed and yeah. probably smaller. The media one. I don't know. But then so there's going to be a bunch of journalists in there tweeting it. Nintendo loved to march to the beat of their own drummer, and he's leading him down the blind alley. Well, what I'm very concerned about is I don't think they had enough content to fill 90 minutes. Well, Last yeah. year, they wasted half of it with Nintendo Land, like, stage flipping or whatever was going on. They oh, can't really, they can't really show off screenshots of Super Smash Bros. Melee Wii U for 30 like, minutes. A Nintendo Direct, they can have 10 minutes, and that's good. I don't think they have the content. Yeah, but they don't need a 90-minute press conference either. I think it was 60 minutes. Long. Yeah, they could do that and they'd be quite happy. I'm not I sure s- they even have 60 minutes. Probably not. It'll be just stuff we've seen again. and it'll, be, it'll just be like another Nintendo Direct, like, hey, there's some stuff coming out at yeah. some time. We don't know when. Hang in there, guys. The thing is, if you're going to be the first company to buck the E3 trend, which has been there for like 15 years as a big reveal <laughs> expo, yep. you have to do a good job first year not doing it. 
Yeah. And I don't think this is going to be the year for Nintendo to do that. No. They haven't shown that this is going to be a good year for them. Nope. And then Iwata is now CEO of Nintendo America, also, as well as president of Nintendo. Yeah. But he won't be at E3 and he won't be doing any presentations. Not doing any work. But he does have a new job title. Yeah. But that was the kind of coolest bit of going to the Nintendo conference last year. It's like, that's a lot of, I'm like really close to him. Nah, not this year. Well, there's no conference anyway. Well, yeah. But even at the little press things, he's not going to, like they've said yeah. he's not going to. Hopefully Reggie anything. will be there. Reggie's cool. The Reginator. <laughs> My body is ready. Exactly. What else? Uh, in other poor Nintendo news, Virtual Console was launched in America. It might come here one day. I think it's in Europe. It's supposed well. to. At time of recording, it is not in Australia. And which is, is Saturday the 27th. Nintendo suggested there would be about 12 games out, which I was angered by. Yeah, it's going to be eight. And four of them you could have already bought. <laughs> and which, means, which means the save files aren't compatible if you have the old one. And there are several hundred games on the Wii Virtual Console, so it's not like Nintendo's doing this for the first time. They've got it right there. They just have to move it to the next generation. I mean, that, that argument can be made that all you need to do is go into the Wii, but... But why? Why? It, it shouldn't be that hard. Like just, I, I think we said the other day that some work experience kid could yeah. probably knock up the Miiverse Surely it's functionality just, in 10 seconds. That, that is not an excuse. Copy and paste, change the game name title, there's your new Miiverse. Really, how hard could it be to make it stream onto the gamepad as well? Yeah, surely. Well, I don't know anything about programming, but it doesn't seem like it would take them hours. At launch, I could have dealt with eight games, but after five months of no virtual console and no other it's games... It's only NES and SNES. No 64. I think it's, yeah. No Game Boy, no other consoles, just NES and SNES. Pretty much if you want to play the virtual console, throw away your Wii U and get a Wii for like 80 bucks. It has 80? much better. 30? Yeah, 25. You can have mine, just take it. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. In more Nintendo news, they did confirm, Nintendo Australia confirmed with books that they've been having some uh, serious, horrendous. seriously horrendous, there we go, we just broke that in, um, stock issues with the amount of titles coming into the country, and they're trying to fix it, but well, all that, that being said... Well, conspiracy theories that they're doing it on purpose so you buy in the eShop. Driving yeah. you to the eShop where it's 15 bucks more expensive? Yeah. Well, as we mentioned earlier, we're not, we're not saying we know that that's the case or not. There was we, we, we there was never, a comment ever from the investors' statement that says that they're going to actively try and get people to use the eShop more. Well, they, yeah. they've been putting out press releases saying that people are going to the eShop more. Well, that's because it's out of necessity. So it's so pretty much if you're not aware, it is aware, a conspiracy theory, but it, we, it seems like a pretty valid one. As we mentioned earlier, Fire Emblem's <laughs> always been hard to get. This new Fire Emblem has been easy compared to the other recent releases from Nintendo. Pretty much every game from Nintendo this year unavailable in stores. Including Lego City and Luigi's Mansion, which is like their two big games for the year. What about the new 3DS Lego? Oh, I haven't even heard about that. Where it's is out, that? It was out that came Friday, out yesterday, I but I haven't seen it on shelves. And I haven't seen Fire Emblem anywhere on shelves. To, to point out, give some, uh, I guess, how we normally play games. Nintendo have historically sent us their games constantly. Never been a problem. Yep. Nintendo don't do... Every other developer does a special copy for media. Nintendo don't. They just send you the normal copy. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the games this year up until Fire Emblem didn't arrive. Correct. Nintendo didn't know what happened. No media in Australia got them. Fire Emblem was the first one, I think. Yep. And now... So obviously Nintendo wanted to rectify that media issue. And now that is in shortage as well. You can't buy that. Whoops. You can buy it on the e-store where it costs about $15, 20 more than in-store for a digital copy. Funny well, though. you know, 
then you can't sell again. Pay distributors or yeah, other costs associated with a physical copy. That is a big question. Why does it cost more? Yeah, because they can. Pretty much competition. What it comes down to. There's no one else offering it for cheaper digitally. And if you're saying that you don't have copies of games and you're trying to, you know, not give any validation towards the idea that you're driving people to the eShop, I went to the movies last night, or the day before, whenever I went, and they had a Luigi Mansion, Luigi's Mansion 2 ad. So, you know, like, we don't have any copies of this game in physical in retail stores but uh, you should get this game people you should try to find it well, here's, a, here's a hot tip I picked up via book again you should change your 3DS eShop to UK because Luigi's Mansion is $54 instead of 70 and it's all, it's, all you have to do is go into settings and say I live in the UK and you can buy that and it will work on your 3DS because it's also PAL and you don't need a UK credit card it will just take your Australian credit card Unlike the so, PlayStation Store, when you change that, you need since to... Since we're being screwed in this country, change your region back. to UK. Mm, I did that with the Wii. Nice. Very odd. You can do that on the Wii U eShop as well, because their Wii U eShop games are like $90 and $80, but <laughs> if you switch them to the UK, you can get them for cheaper. And there's more games on there that we don't have. Right. So you can probably do that right now, switch your... Why don't we just have a global eShop? Why is there games in some regions and Because Nintendo others? invented regions. <laughs> not like they did that's though. true because <laughs> hand- locking came from NES handhelds were region free <laughs> yeah, up yeah. until the 3DS or one of the DS's the first DS was region free I think like yeah. the DS XL but it's the first region locked handheld yeah well the region locking came about from the original NES and it still exists now from that for no reason other than whatever Nintendo wanted to do back then I think it was a way of charging different licensing fees based on what country the people were in. Which was relevant then because of how the world was just pretty separate in terms yeah. of media content. But now, no. No. Anyway, what else can we say about Wii U? Can we be done? I think we're pretty much done. <laughs> Good. I'm going to move us forward with a uh, dead back, dead back, taken off the internet entirely, now back on the internet game. That was a good introduction. Where are we going with this? I'm talking about. I'm talking about. No, I'm talking about the Bureau XCOM Declassified. Well, it's XCOM. Yeah, but they've buried the XCOM brand mm. like really deep in that title. Why would they do that though? I don't know. But the the third Shit. person shooter that everybody <laughs> saw, the game that everybody saw and hated that went away, that has come back now and everybody still hates it, is yes. the Bureau Xbox Declassified. Xbox Declassified. No, XCOM Pizza Declassified. Hut presents, yeah. <laughs> Xbox Declassified. Now with Pizza <laughs> Uh, having said that, Pete, Sonic, if you're listening, we're open to sponsors, so... We sure are. We oh, could yeah. be the friendly fire Actually, we do have a sponsor. Who? What? Insert Coin Clothing. Oh, yeah. I forget about those guys. Oh, yeah. Wow. I prefer a bar, because then we have to pay for these... Drinks. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, it's set in 1962. It's a third-person shooter. Uh, Other really? stuff. What's all this stuff going back to, like, the 60s-ish? The 50s. All these shooters... At least one. Every game is a shooter now. Third person. I thought it was a first person shooter and uh, they said third person all over the press release. Yeah, because when it first was announced like 20 years ago, (laughs) it was just called a shooter. You weren't even born then. I was born for at least one year. (laughs) And... (laughs) Congratulations. And, sorry. I'm just saying, it was like 2006... 
first came out. I don't know. Yeah, no. I saw it E3, like a video or something. Well, I didn't see it at E3 because Australian media were not on the 2K list for anyone. That's not because of the singlets. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, that guy. <laughs> um, I don't have anything else to say about it. I just thought that was yeah, interesting. Know. You know um, who we should get to sponsor us? Huxterburger. Yeah. Oh, God, no, I'd be too fat. <laughs> um, what else? I'm just looking. This is some great podcast. There's a Last of Us panel at Vivid Sydney in June when we're what at three. Vivid Sydney. It's some sort it of festival. Hornish, doesn't it? It sounds like porn has gone into like a new version of HD, even higher definition. <laughs> well, <laughs> the sad thing is, it's it's around about the same time as E3. Everybody will be in Los Angeles, and this one poor guy at Naughty Dog has to fly to Sydney for a panel about the making of Last of Us. Why is he a is poor it a guy? Consumer just, event. Chill out. It's a festival, and they're just putting yeah, on like a rant. It's like Tribeca, like how Sony's also has a Q&A panel at the Tribeca Film Festival with Ellen Page and all of the stars from Beyond Two Souls, except for Willem Dafoe, because he's not important. You mean then main star? Yeah, exactly. So Ellen Page, <laughs> David Cage will be there. Oh, very nice. <laughs> I don't have any chance. So I can't. <laughs> From, from my RSS feed, Vivid Sydney is the largest light music and dot 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 read more, and my internet doesn't work, so I can't tell you the rest of that quote. It's well, some sort I've of festival. Dot 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 read more. Dot 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 read more. It's some sort of festival in Sydney. I'm assuming it'd be kind of like a film festival-y type thing. Yes. Entertainment festival. On the topic of film, they're making a Ratchet and Clank movie. Ooh. Yes, an animated Ooh. feature is it, how animated is it like the same game style or no, is it like it's animated CG? by the Canadian they made reboot. people that made reboot <laughs> and Beast Wars Transformers Beast Wars and they made With some Optimus movie Primal. called yes. Escape from oh, Planet Earth that came out of the movies recently and it got horrible reviews so I don't know what to think of this <laughs> Insomniac are apparently writing it yes <laughs> Insomniac apparently also wrote Fuse and I'm not super but Gretchen and Clank have always been fun fun what was that last game? I don't remember playing it. Oh, the last one. Oh, yeah, it was a cheap one last Awful one in Q-Force you can ignore. The last one was A Crack in Time, which was a decent, quite good platform. Why am I ignoring Q-Force? Because they're not real games. They're like multiplayer mini-game thingies. Okay. Really. So those are things. Oh, there is other news that I've remembered from my mind. Bethesda have announced a survival horror game. Yes. And they also announced that Endless the Summer thing. Within. Well, I believe they was... haven't announced the Endless oh, yeah. Summer game. The... I believe that was a code name, and then they just announced the Skyrim Legendary Pack, so it could have been that. Yeah, so yes. let's let's rewind this back for a second. The first thing that is in this news blurb that we yes. just bombed out was the evil Shin- within. Shinji Mikami, who created, or was producing Resident Evil and Dino Crisis and those kind he of survival horrors. Yeah, I think he did Dino Crisis as well. I said created, and I wasn't sure, so I dialed he it back to produced. Okay, cool. He uh, is working with Bethesda on a new... They said survival horror in their little teases, and then all the press releases since have said action horror. Have you noticed that? No, I thought it... I, the guy said in a point we're bringing it back to like real survival horror. Yeah, but then it everything that Bethesda sent out since has said action horror. Oh, really? All throughout it. So I don't know if it's survival horror or action well, horror. If, if you're a PR guy and you're like, well, what games sell well? Action games. Let's call this an action horror rather yeah, well, than if it's survival like, horror. If it's like his original survival horror games, I'm in. The teaser looked kind of cliched and kind of crap, to be honest. It wasn't good to watch at 9am on a Monday morning when I watched it. I well, wasn't it's ready like, for that. It's like a little bit of Saw and a little bit of like... 
all of the old like, it was tropes a classic and stuff. Here's a horror B-grade yeah. movie trailer with nothing to do with the game. Uninspired and unoriginal. But hey, maybe this game will be good. I'm hoping. But they already really do one game a year. They don't really do... True. There are two this year, I guess. If that, oh, maybe that's next year. So we don't know much else about this game. We got some screenshots late. It's set in, in the asylum. There's bits where it like shifts you back into the asylum in between worlds, like a Silent Hill kind of. So it's an American Horror Story. Oh what? Sorry. Um, there's a guy who's trying to come get you, and you can't really fight. You can't really. Use, you you have like a gun, but it's like more of a defense thing. You're not really going out blowing away bad guys and stuff it's all about like trying to hide and be stealthy and not get murdered yeah it's a good goal to have yeah not being murdered I think that's a lot of people's goal actually <laughs> and then the second component of this news story is that the Australia video game classification Twitter bot uncovered a classification for a Bethesda game called End the Summer which was rated MA15 plus uh, for what? For violence and horror themes? Yeah, something like the that. Normal, the normal jazz. And well, the initial Bethesda won't talk about it, so that's it's obviously Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Well, yeah. a few days later, the Skyrim Legendary Edition yeah. was announced. It was probably that, which is the same Skyrim game that you know and love, with all of the add-ons and some slightly refined other bits and yeah. pieces. If you're confused by this jumble. Uh, publishers often submit games under fake names because the Australian classification board in particular is very leaky. Because <laughs> they just post it right there on their website yep. before anything's been announced. Yep. <laughs> and that's why this happens. And they don't care. They don't care. But it's fun for yeah. us. We get to break news on games like Men's Room Mayhem. With fake names. And Endless Summer. And Fast and Furious Showdown. And that's, a good, yes. that's a good Twitter bot to follow. I shouldn't tell anybody to follow it because then I lose my... Uh, Neat little exclusive. Hey, you for broke five some minutes. news last week. You broke I did. some game news. I yeah. broke some game news. Hey, Great. and it went on Kotaku and stuff too. Um, it's not even big, really. Um, Catch of the Day, Proprietary Limited, who own CatchoftheDay.com and Scoop On, um, in November bought the uh, domain Game.com.au, which used to belong to the retail chain Game Australia. RIP. Yes, oh, yeah, very good. <laughs> yeah. um, They've been sitting on it since November. The same people that bought Game.com.au bought Groupon before the you know bargain American chain Groupon could buy the Australian equivalent and settled out of court for an undisclosed sum, which meant they probably got a lot of cash out of Groupon to get their domain. They might use it for video game stuff, but they're probably just sitting on it waiting for someone to have a real need for Game.com.au, basically. So it's not all that interesting, but it's still kind of cool. It's a good domain to have. It is a very good domain to have. And apparently, if you go and buy games on Catch of the Day, occasionally they have some sales. They don't even bought like they must have bought all the games old stock as well. Because they just send out like game game branded games. That's hard. That's confusing. They need to have a better name for their stores. Yes. It's confusing talking about game selling games. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, good work. Great Thanks. news. Hey, I try. Um, <laughs> once in a while, I do things. <laughs> not not often, but once in a while. I'm trying to think about the news. I'm I'm kind of. I forgot something about Nintendo. What? Go ahead. <laughs> they, they, after I was pretty annoyed at them, they announced their Mii versus coming to 3DS and phones. Oh, that's true. I do not care about that. Just MiiVerse.Nintendo.com to do Games. nothing. Where's, I put up a post and it's hilarious because it's, it's more of what you can't do than what you can do. 
I don't mind the Miiverse idea, but like they make a huge deal out of it when they've released no games for the, on Wii U for the past seven months or five months or whatever it is. So they've released it though, so you can get onto the Miiverse from your phone or from your computer, but you can't make new posts, draw replies, send or receive messages, send or receive friend requests, um, edit your profile. So I, you can basically look at a picture of your me. Is that, is that how it's basically works? a read-only version? It's basically the worst. If you've ever absolutely saved your Word document as read-only, and then you've accessed it on a new computer, you'll know what it's talking about. That sounds like amazing <laughs> functionality when I can go to like an Xbox actual app on my phone and do everything possible, including controlling my Xbox. It's kind of like if Facebook on your phone was stalker mode only. You could <laughs> look at everyone, but you can't configure it. Mate, I don't have any desire to go and look at your me. No offense, <laughs> I don't care. I really don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so it's stupid, basically. Um, the other bit of news that I saw that I think we should talk about is um, more THQ back catalog sales. Yes. Do you want to cover this one? You think you got you have a better grasp than I do? I have a general grasp. Well, good. Go THQ for it. got sold a while ago. January, I think, was their buy off. Yep. And everyone bought the main franchises. All sold off. Sega got whatever they got. Company of Heroes and yeah. the main ones they did well. Um, Saints Row went to Deep Silver. Correct. And now there was kind of the leftover ones, the big one being Darksiders, which no one bought. Which, which is surprising. strange. Well, because they, they just put out Darksiders too, yeah. so in theory the team on that is the at the furthest point from releasing yeah. a game, so it would be a very big cost if you bought them rather than. Like, South Park is an example where the game's about to ship, so you just get cash. Anyway. And they did say they were going to sell them again later. Yeah. And they've done that. In a whole bunch of little packs. Yeah, like, everything it's was... It's like DLC. Would you like this one or two? Or, there's like six of them that you could Everything was broken up into lots. So there was kind of like lot one had four game series, lot two had a bunch of others. Uh, it didn't really matter because you didn't have to buy those games. You could just buy one. You had to buy the whole lot. Correct. And so pretty much everything, I believe, over, of value. over 50 franchises slash licenses went to Nordic Games, which no one had ever heard of. Correct. They spent $5 million on it. But I like, I like, I don't, I can't bring up the news, so I'm yeah. just talking from what I remember. That guy who runs Nordic Games sounds like he's pretty cool. Yeah. He's like, we're not just going to make games. I don't know how to do it. We just bought them all. We're going to go and find people that actually want to make the games, make sure they can do it, and then we'll release something eventually. The big ones they got was Darksiders... Red, Red Faction, Faction and MX versus ATV, Titan Quest. And that's, so they're the big three in over 50. Yeah. So it's not that high quality. Um, what did um, Gearbox grab? They got Homefront. Home which and I know nothing yes. about apart from the name of the franchise, which is Homefront. Tana's not here, but 505 did pick up Drottle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who's picked up the license to uh, You Don't Know Jack yet, but I want someone to I confirm that very quickly. Got most of these, I'm thinking they would have as well, but they haven't they said. They pretty much came out saying, we've got these three, we've got the licenses to maybe five others. They mentioned they got a Marvel superhero, something or other, some around uh, these type of things, plus more, which apparently is 50 in total. Who's yeah. doing South Park now? Ubi. Ubi. Ah, and it hasn't been talked about hasn't, yeah. by Ubi for a while. Yes. Didn't come out in March, as uh, we heard. Or April. April. Or April. <laughs> or probably May, let's be honest. Not yes. like it's not like a problem. Well, now THQ is entirely <laughs> exploded everywhere. Yeah. And everyone has a little bit of THQ in their life. Ooh. <laughs> Except for THQ, who are out of a job. Uh, oh. Sad times. You <laughs> 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 love it. <laughs> It's a while ago now. We can, we can laugh. We can laugh. It's finally funny. What else? 
Konami added the AFC, the Asian Football Coalition. Nope. Yeah, well... Asian Football Confederation. Did you see there was a thing... Into Pads. Yes. ...about Metal Gear Solid, about there was a guy in a mask wrapped up, and it was like a teaser, like he's a voice actor in the game, and... Was it Kiefer? It's who you want all along, and blah, 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 so it's starting to look like that maybe the if they David Hayter us, thing was a joke. If they trolled us about David Hayter, that's shit. That's yeah. rude. Rude. It's been a pretty long troll. I think they Rude. might have just realised their problem and be like, no, we didn't mean that. Well, they, they did say that he wasn't going to be in the freaking game honest on April 1st. Well, what they're doing yeah. now but like, is like... If it's an April Fool's joke, by the end of the well, first the guy, of April, you're the like, guy, ah, I just There's a video, and it's like his voice has changed, and he's in bandages like one of the characters in the trailer, and he's wearing a shirt for the Phantom Pain with like Moby Dick Studios, and the, the two fake things they invented. And they were like, ah, oh, we got you, and everyone was like... Dude, we knew that was Metal Gear Solid. No, you didn't get us at all. Yeah, what's the point of doing this? It's stupid. It's because Hideo Kojima thinks he is a legend, visionary. He does what he wants, and... There's probably been a website, if you went and looked at it, on the 1st of April, there's probably been, like, this amazingly, you know, well-produced cutscene playing from then until now, it's still playing, about David Hayter as a voice actor. And you can't skip it, and it's just been continuing on for, like, 500 hours... (laughs) in true Hideo Kojima style. Breaking news. Yep. A Grand Theft Auto 5 trailer is coming sometime next week, April 30th. Did you just get an email from Rockstar? No, I, I just remembered about that email I got from Rockstar. Apparently that's big news. They can announce that they're going to announce Hey everyone, we're going to release a trailer next week. Here is a picture and everyone's from the game. Their One shit. single solitary picture. And the sad thing is that picture, when we put it up on the website, does better than anything else. In slightly more exciting news, so annoying. Call of Duty Ghosts leaked by every American retailer ever. Not, not exciting news. It's exciting because people like to bag Call of Duty, and now we can. What's I do like bad Ghosts. I do like Ghost. He's cool, but it's called Ghosts at plural. So it's like Ghosts have a son who's also called Ghost. Maybe he's an actual Ghost. Maybe it's got Patrick Swayze's Ghost. <laughs> Double joke. <laughs> As you're waiting for multiplayer to load, you can go and, like, make some pottery. <laughs> the the soundtrack is entirely the Everly Brothers. The exciting oh, news is it's not Modern Warfare 4. It's not COD 4, Modern Warfare 4. But they always do the off... Oh, wait. Oh, oh, right. be, this year should have been Modern Warfare 4. It should have been 4. COD 4, Modern Warfare 2, 2, 3. 3. No, 4. 4. 3 came out. They've had Modern Warfare 3. That yeah, was one where you were in the... Isn't the, the... One was a little bit... You mean Call of Duty Black? No... That's they've oh, done man. Call of Duty 4 yeah this would be in COD 4 World Modern Warfare 4 Modern yeah. Warfare 2 yeah Black Ops Modern Warfare 3 Black, Black Ops 2. 2 yeah they're on MA. but in terms of sequelness this should have been Modern Warfare 4 continues directly after Modern Warfare 3 it would have been COD 4 Modern Warfare they 3 they stopped calling two. it 4 <laughs> but it probably is they just, they just realised that Modern Warfare 4 sounds awful so they're like Ghosts. That's, just, that's a catchy I name. They could just called it COD 4 again. And sucked some people they, in. Why don't they just call it COD 5? It's probably got a new mechanic. And you have a vacuum cleaner instead of a gun. Yes. Well, guess what? It's probably not coming to Wii. COD 4. <laughs> zombies in space. Black Ops. They ghosts, saw how well Luigi's Mansion was received. And they decided that Dark ghosts. of the Moon is what they need. <laughs> yes. Uh, we should discuss the EB Expo ticket went on sale last week. And are now sold out. Ultimate Gamer Pass, which is 700 bucks. 
what happened last week, in case I lied to you in the internet, I accidentally wrote very briefly, if you're in fast, that tickets remain the same as last week, because I misread the press release, which said general admission remains the same price. Everything else, massive skyrocket. Ultimate Gamer Pass has gone up from... Too we're, much to even more a, too this much. This is a pretty shitty expo. You get to see some games and you stand in line for quite a few hours. How much would you think the most <laughs> expensive ticket? Tell us what you really General do. admin is forty dollars. How much do you think the for one session? Maybe the VIP guys. Like, VIP it would be like two hundred, but it, last year it was five hundred. This year it is seven hundred dollars. You got the two hundred bit right. You just didn't add it on to the original <laughs> price. <laughs> For seven hundred dollars, you can buy a Wii U, a PS3, and an Xbox 360. They sold out in three <laughs> hours. And like the step back before this is the Express Gamer, which is one eighty for the three days, and that is just as good value because you get to cut the line, which is all you really need it for. What are you getting for that extra five hundred bucks? Uh, Not enough. Well, yeah. No idea. Probably like a few hundred carrots. <laughs> anyway, if you wanted one of those, that's all that. Let's talk about better EB news. Nicer yes, EB news. Okay. More helping the community EB news. Um, this Thursday, if you're listening to the podcast when it comes out this Thursday, um, at the EBC Street... At the EB Games Swanson Street store in Melbourne. There we go. Those were words. Um, they're doing a 25-hour game-a-thon from noon on Thursday the... Something of something. So we should the come by and watch. Thank you. Come by and watch you eat pizza. I am in a pizza eating competition with Champ Chong and Ray Johnston from the Bioshock Infinite shirt debacle fame. <laughs> yes. From Twitter, from from the Twitters, um, and I'm doing some other stuff, and it will be good. And it's all for the Starlight Foundation, which you know, as much as we bag on UB Games, if they're going to get some money to Starlight, that's awesome. really cool. When I used to go to hospital, when I had to go to hospital a few times, I did when I was a kid. And you went to the Melbourne Children's Hospital. They had Super Nintendos, so that was awesome. And then they had 64s, and then they had GameCubes. Talking, talking about stuff. And I got too old for that hospital. We and have then they kept kicking me out because <laughs> I'm like, no, I really did hurt myself, and I am under 16. Let me play Super Nintendo. Put on them. We have some breaking insider news. We'll break some news right now. Breaking insider news. The the Starlight Foundation do their fundraising online every year. Yep. Their auction thing. Yep. Uh, for those of you who don't know, MMGN is owned by a web development company who this year built that site, so I saw oh, it. One of the prizes, or auctions you can bid on, is two three-day passes to PAX Australia, which is otherwise sold out. Because so, you got your media passes and you're auctioning them off? No, did you have any passes. Pre-done. These were pre-done. Ah. I mean, uh, Guy from PAX Australia was very nice and Mr. gave Mr. them Mr. Guy Blomberg, gave which them. it's so weird calling him that. Yes. His name is Young. Well, I if have. If you want a three-day pass, there's an option to get one. I bought a three-day pass, and I have my media pass approved. So, I'm assuming I could go and get that and get refunded to me. But I think I might just hang on to it and see if you which which of my friends is desperate enough to not have a pass you can be yet. Super nice and give it away on the website. Well, I'll see. I'm going to see what I want to do with it. Because if people that I know didn't get to go and they miss out, then I kind of feel bad. I'm going to see if I give it to them. Or but we'll see. Because sure. technically, we might have five to play around with because yeah. we got five we got five media passes what didn't get a panel we got five media passes what but more yeah, so that panel we promised you for the last few weeks did we already do this well I'm on a panel so you can come and see me talk with Heller about something I think I'm playing the cave with Ron Gilbert cool. which means I should probably figure out how to play the cave because I've never you touched it you can come and see what? us at various events you don't think that's cool I well I haven't played the... how did you get onto that uh new game plus <laughs> I mean, 
cool. No, I don't think I, I just I just have never played the cave before. They want I'll me do to it for they you want me to do like. that. They want me to do a trivia. So thing. you have muscled your way in via another I guess another so. publication. So you get to be on a panel. He gets to do cool stuff, and I get to do what? You get to go with the media pass and see stuff. Stop Fine. complaining. We didn't even Jeez. use any of our own contacts. <laughs> I used. Hella and Paul Verhoeven, he used New Game Plus. I got asked. I mean, no, I'm not. We didn't use Whatever. ourselves. But the, the bigger story is you can go and bid on awesome tickets to PAX and you can get some Starlight yes. cash to them, which will go to very For good causes. Course. Very good use. Yes, it will. So um, we'll put up news on the site about the Starlight Foundation, and I'm sure MMJ will put up news about that auction, which we will yes. steal and put up ourselves. I don't know when it launches, but soon good opportunity to help people and get to PAX if you don't have tickets yet. Because you're not going on any other way. They're sold out. Way Way sold sold out. out. What else happens, Rick? I think that's it. We're pretty much there. So, uh... Pizza Hut? Can we talk about that? You can get... Considering all our suggestions about it, did we not even mention it? Well, we we can't buy Pizza Hut through our Pizza Hut app in Australia because we don't have it yet. But Americans, you lovely, non-obese, charming people in America being sarcastic. I was using opposites. You can get pizza from your Pizza Hut app on your Xbox. And you can even make your own pizza. Without yeah. leaving your couch. You can do it with Connect too. No, I can do it without leaving my couch by my phone. It's not that big of a stretch. <laughs> but if you're in the middle of a game... Well, I'm going to have to quit that game. I was going to say, you have to exit well, to maybe, the dashboard. You know what, this is not that good of an app. Because <laughs> <laughs> you could just use a Pizza Hut app on your phone. I have a Domino's app on my phone. Anyway, you yeah. can buy pizza from your Xbox in America. If for some reason your Xbox awesome. is the best thing to use. You know what, phone and computer is much better, or tablet. Xbox is like fourth in line. Anything, Anything else. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't even use the internet I think they explore browser. 131481. Dial. You know Pizza Hut number by heart. The ads. I've been on TV my entire life. You've been on TV? Yeah, I have. Have you never seen me? Wow. <laughs> Are you on uh, which channel? Uh, Aurora. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we're done. Um, yeah. Secret time for this week? Let's play it. Put it in now. Are we doing it? Are we still going to do this? Is there enough interest? Alright, this week, if uh, we don't get... What is our prize for this week? Uh, a good prize. Uh, I have Sly Cooper on PS3. Hey, 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 got that. We could make it like a super good one and see if we get people to actually care. How about a copy of Injustice on Xbox 360? Do we have that? Yes, we do. Really? Yep. Don't question me. Uh, yes, we do. And like this Cooper. week only. Injustice, it will be written in the podcast text for we Injustice. This week and, only. And that's Sly Cooper. Sure. And Sly Cooper, yeah. double prize. PS3, Sly Cooper, Xbox 360. You gotta pick a good sound then. Good sound. Better not be the Pizza Hut non phone number. Isn't that how it goes? Yeah, so. that's it. Here's the sound. That was the sound. It was One Direction. For once, we're giving away good stuff. <laughs> and of course, you can also have Strike Back Season 1 on DVD. Uh, no, you can't have it, because we're only giving away good stuff. We will give you a synopsis of Strike Back on DVD. It might be good, we've never watched Strike Back as we constantly it's R-rated. probably uh, it's R-rated sex and scenes it's HBO, and, and we don't know anything about it other than the cover. We will also tell you the time and channel that Defiance airs on, and you can watch Season 1 of Defiance on TV. Yes. 
That's what I've been playing, which I forgot to discuss. Anyway. You told me it was awful. <laughs> I didn't say awful. I said 6.5. It's <laughs> an MMO. It's an MMO. Which means It's, it's a I... shooter that's kind of an MMO. Yeah. Right. Kill these people, get this, get this, kill these people. Look at some hideous textures. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Star Trek costumes are about like that, too. Anyway, we've already done that. It's time to go. We're done. Very well. How do we get in touch with everybody? Well... Via my hands. What did you say last week? That was gross. You know, you know what? I think this week, just comments. Yeah. We'll accept any comments directed to anyone. Yeah. And we'll respond. No comments about the poor audio quality. We know. If you complain, hey. we'll make it worse next week. There's nearly right. a way to lead to one complaint about the audio quality. And this week, we've used an iPhone. In a bar. With the football. <laughs> and music. <laughs> yes. I've done really well not singing along to Selena Gomez in One Direction this entire podcast, so I, I think, think I need to has a pretty applause. manly voice. It's too deep. Anyway. Right. Right. Basketball. <laughs> Can I just sing it once? Yes. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-basketball. Gimme, gimme, gimme the ball because I'm gonna dunk it. Recording stops there. <laughs> <laughs>